Genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate Peter's birthday in Spider-Man 2, (laughs) one sad surprise minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Jonathan Carlisle. And I'm David Johnson. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a celebration week. We might as well celebrate with some <laughs> with some party guests, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> yeah, there's there's four people at the party and there's four of us here. So there we go. Um, <laughs> this our our party is less sad though. Uh, <laughs> today we are talking about minute eleven, uh, which begins with uh, Dr. Kirk Connors threatening to fail Peter and then walking away abruptly. Uh, and <laughs> ends with uh, with Peter saying, yeah, "I've been I've been busy. I've been busy." Okay, so right off the bat, I I just I understand that this isn't an easy thing to fake. <laughs> the arm, oh boy! But yeah, yeah, but he is. I mean, I maybe don't spread your arms out that far to the sides. I mean, it's. <laughs> It looks like he's just like it almost looks like he's got his like arm on his on his on his waist or something as he's walking away. Right. And it's not <laughs> even supposed to be like he's not even supposed to have an arm. I mean, granted, it's less showy than what they do in Amazing Spider-Man, which is just I mean, they CG his arm like every chance they get. Um, yeah. And it's <laughs> always waving it around. And whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, de- I have a stump. Look, it is a stump. <laughs> Look at the magic of CG. Uh, but this is this is almost I mean, this is just as bad. This is just he yeah, obviously I- has an arm. He obviously yeah. has an arm. I think it, it worked last week because he was just, he didn't have to move at all. He was just mm-hmm. standing there. And so I see the rolled up sleeve. If you know who Dr. Connors is, you're like, oh yeah, he's missing an arm. Even if you're not, you can just be like, oh, that's just a detail here where this man doesn't have an arm. It's the walking away that really makes it awkward because I think I, it's almost as if like Dylan was like, hey, Sam, it's not going to show when I like leave here. He's like, no, just walk away like normal. He goes, okay. And then like, <laughs> just... <laughs> lets his arm hang in the in the side of the trench coat and it's like uh, okay like he had no idea how ridiculous it looked on the deck <laughs> just i can't imagine especially with a, like a a rule like this where you've got like maybe two minutes of actual screen time where like you obsess over every like second that you're on screen i can just imagine like him in the audience with his family like oh man i didn't sell that arm gag well enough did i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, a professional dylan come on yeah. <laughs> yeah like like scott said i mean when you if you freeze frame it at like the fullest body shot that you get of him it looks like his arm is actually even out a little bit like it's uh-huh. pushing yeah. the coat out it's like come on just tuck it in 
or, yeah. or, or put, or like kind of push it to the front of your body or something. Yeah. 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 I mean, something. Give us a little something. Get it out of there. And they didn't even bother to put like a stump in the, in the arm sleeve. So. Yeah. Just hang it. Oh man. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> it's a weird um, choice. The only other thing with like that section of this minute uh, that I felt like bringing up last week, but forgot to is in these scenes when we have like stuff at Empire University or I don't know, uh, cafe or something like that the very few times in this film where we have like big crowds moving around i think is the only time that these films like show their actual age they were made in like we talk a lot about how they have this almost timeless quality of like it's kind of a throwback 1960s vibe but it also takes place in generally the year it came out but Mm -hmm. also nobody has cell phones but like when you have the students walking by with all their denim jackets and there's so much denim skateboards i'm just like oh boy yeah it was 2004 wasn't it when did (laughs) when did uh when did justin timberlake and britney spears wear all denim to the uh right video music awards was that around this time (laughs) i gotta assume yeah (laughs) there's so much denim the Canadian tuxedo was in. Uh, Goodness. <laughs> I just remember this this moment being sad for me because, you know, like you, you get Dr. Connors, just this little teases here and there, and uh, mm-hmm. and, and then that's it. You know, it, it, yeah. uh, I wanted more. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I, I guess, a good feeling to have at the end of those. Like, at least it wasn't, they weren't trying to, like, string us along. It was like, oh, man, there could be a bigger world here. But right. it wasn't attention for the sequel here type of right, right. You know. It was it was a little bit more subtly done. I mean, it was it's what constituted for fan service back in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like now fan service is like having Howard Duck talking to someone in the background, um, <laughs> and <laughs> like it's fan service has gotten like pretty crazy at this point. Right, but, uh, this is what fan service used to be, and it's um. I don't know. It's it's kind of charming to look back on, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and as and as we talked about earlier this season, Spider-Man 2, I mean, could have been very different. It would have had uh, the lizard and Dr. Octopus and Black Cat. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, the early oh, yeah. drafts That's, that they did. For that them. was the early draft from the from the creators of Smallville. The uh, the first draft that they wrote. That's that's uh, a that. lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a lot of stuff in there. So, you know, it, I, I honestly think we should be glad that we didn't get that much Kirk Connors because it could have been way too much. Yeah, yeah, I agree with it, you. However, I do want more uh, Dylan Baker in general. Uh, oh, he's, sure. He's yes. so amazing, you know, yes. in everything that he's in. Yeah. Love him. Oh, yeah. Love him to pieces. And um, like, I would have, you know, maybe an alternate version of like Spider-Man 3 or something that had the lizard like as a big big part of it all like that would be something i'd be really into um, mm-hmm. for sure honestly the lizard would have been a better villain for spider-man 3 if you were going to do venom just because like the lizard is a monster and and but he's really just a man that peter mm-hmm. cares about so if he like went crazy on venom juice and almost killed the lizard and then like realized like oh wait no this is my friend like right. i can't do this yeah, like this isn't that's just way a... more meaningful than sandman which yeah. <laughs> he has no connection to uh, not yet he doesn't have a connection to him. well yeah, yeah. <laughs> the music that plays when peter's like riding his uh, moped yeah mm-hmm. that that uh if i if i watch this clip or not watch it but if i just listen to this clip i feel like i'm transported back to 2000 like i'm watching some like 
uh, teenage drama TV yes, show or something. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Do do It almost reminds me of the Jumanji soundtrack we were listening to the other day for the like the weekend. <laughs> it does. It's something like Alan Parrish in the beginning of Jumanji. Yeah. All of my yeah. references are dated to like the last week and a half of things that I've seen. <laughs> 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 um. It's yeah. Uh, it's it's charming. It's a little like do do do. Here we are in the uh, the row of identical houses. Yeah, you know, people like to give crap to cookie cutter developments. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you have there, there's a lot of people who will just say like, oh, I could never live in a cookie cutter development. How do you even find your house? <laughs> and and I look at this and like these houses are I mean, these are what built in the 60s or 70s, probably yeah, I assume. something something in that range. Mm-hmm. And they are all identical. And this isn't a cookie cutter development this is just yeah. a street in queens <laughs> yeah. people build so, stuff you know? yeah i mean this, this was a thing long before those cookie cutter developments started popping up yeah um, the mcmansions as it were yeah um, right exactly yeah, yeah this is so there's something charming about it you know where like each one has like a slightly different like color on the facade and everybody has their own yeah. car in front you know it's americana <laughs> um, I have a question about the car because I'm not as big of a car guy as some folks are, and I'm not eagle-eyed about it. Um, I know the classic. Yeah, the classic. Yeah. This isn't this isn't the same the Sam Raimi car from everything that he had in the last yes. movie. Is it? Oh, it is. Yes, it is. I believe so. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Because in my in my notes, I was like, oh, May got the car back. Yeah, and then that's I what had I was questions. Wondering. Yeah, like, and then yeah, I just we had need questions. to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I had questions about like how. Okay, so she got the car back. How long? In a in a carjacking situation that involves a murder, yeah, <laughs> how how long does it take for you to get your car back? Is that I don't know. Like how long I mean, is the investigation open for? And, right. I don't. And it's um, in in universe. How much time has passed between Spider Man One and Spider Man Two? Right. Like mm-hmm. my guess is about the same amount of time as in real life. About yeah, two years. A couple years. Yeah. Because yeah. I because I have I have assumptions about this being his twenty first birthday, but Oh, hey, that's something. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take that. I'll take that to yeah. the bank. So, yeah. So you think May actually drives the car or she just has it? She's restored it. Yeah. When yeah. last we saw it, it had bullet holes through the roof, and I think those are gone now. <laughs> so she's well, she, she's got insurance, right? That's yeah. gotta Yeah, sure. Cover. And insurance has to call, cover bullet holes in a carjacking right i mean what else but is don't it you for? think they would total it out i mean she she didn't take the the check of the totaling of it she she restored it well maybe she yeah. really cared about the physical object itself you know like yeah you know, her... well didn't didn't uh didn't the thief like crash or like the front end should have some damage too so yeah they probably had to fix it all up yeah so, either way, a lot of work went into this old car, and it's nice to see it again, I guess. It's kind of charming. Uh, yeah. Acts of Spider-Man. I guess, <laughs> I guess Peter liked it so much that he bought his moped the same color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good detail. <laughs> it does. His his moped does look like, like the bat pod from the Batmobile. Only it's... <laughs> It comes out of the it comes out of the Delta Classic. The sidewall, yeah. <laughs> um, I always like the detail when we get to um, Aunt May's house here of the the American flags out front. Like mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's just charming. This old lady, she loves this stuff, and I guess the Watsons do too. Who lives there now? Do they? Yeah, it's still the Watsons, still the Watsons. because Watsons. we're yeah 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 because because Mary Jane is gonna. Um, after she leaves, mm-hmm. uh, she's gonna end up being in the backyards right. again. Yes, so, yes. yeah. So, we can, so she's visiting. Yeah, well, her we mom. we hope it's the Watsons then. 
Yeah, right. She's not, she's not just hanging around someone else's backyard now. <laughs> well, I like that. I actually like that more. Yeah, that's but, what you're uh, like. Ah, old times sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you Get out of here. I used to grow up here. <laughs> I have rights. Um. <laughs> Get the broom. Yeah. <laughs> now, about the flags, I did just quick Google search of uh, flag code. Mm-hmm. Um, the flags aren't really supposed to be displayed after dark unless they have specific lights illuminating them oh that makes sense i don't know interesting um, we're being low-key disrespectful to the uh, american flag right now i suppose but on the Mm. other hand isn't it also in the flag code that you can't like have it as part of like clothing or on merchandising so like every time somebody's got like a pair of pants that are stars and stripe you're like "Mm, violation (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know i've seen that floating around too so yeah yeah i don't know maybe it's one of those rules like spitting on the sidewalk you know, where it's like, oh, yeah, you can go to prison for spitting on the sidewalk, but no one enforces that anymore. Maybe they should. Maybe they no, I mean, I mean, they should. <laughs> but I think the, the saving grace of that is is uh, I think there's some there's some interesting color things going on in this minute. So I think the fact that we have blue and red on the outside is is good. Yeah. 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 True. Especially because sure. on the whole, the production design tends to lean fairly like grayish for things that aren't Peter or Spider-Man himself uh, popping mm-hmm. out. You know, mm-hmm. well, he's, he's our boy in blue. He's, uh, you know, it's that old, uh, what do you call it? Um, Superman connection there again, where very patriotic colors on your hero. Uh, right. You know, right. this is a, this is a very, this is a very sad surprise. Because um, Peter <laughs> Peter walks in and he's inside. He walks in and he comes in and he takes his time getting his helmet off and his bag. I mean, it's it's a solid five to seven seconds of him <laughs> entering and not looking up. Yeah, he doesn't notice any of the decorations. It's just like right. So I just imagine them watching him come in and them just standing there with their arms out like. Uh, is he gonna look up? <laughs> and then he never does. And then finally, Aunt May is just like, ah, surprise! <laughs> I like that she's the only one that actually popped out. Like the other two are just standing there. Yeah, right. And, like yeah, I think, I think May even is even actually May sitting is down. Really he didn't even stand yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> like if those were the positions they chose for the surprise moment, they should have shouted as soon as he opened the door. Because there's no, you know, oh, I'm just sitting here. Harry's right. not even like attempting to hide. He's just like sitting in a chair. He couldn't have popped up from anywhere. So both of them like it's a half-hearted attempt at a surprise, and I'm disappointed overall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I I, only, I feel like I know that this scene is expanded in the 2.1 mm-hmm. uh, edit. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't think the surprise is any better. I think it's just as awkward. <laughs> yeah. And and I just I just wonder like. Did we really need the shot of him walking through the door? Like, couldn't we just have this, like, open on them waiting and then shouting surprise when they hear the door and then cut back to him being like, oh, Oh, I'm standing in the doorway. Yeah, yeah. Or on the day, like, in rehearsing this, like, why don't we just open the door and say surprise then? You know, like. Yeah, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix it in post with what we've already got. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know why they didn't do that, Zach. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, this is like sense. the most awkward surprise. It's just so sad. And and also this is a big revelation for us because all we've talked about is how like since we've started this season is how hard this day has been on Peter. 
And then just insult to injury, we find out it's also his birthday. I know. <laughs> and then on top of that, Aunt May like immediately badgers him after they say surprise. She, there's no pause. She immediately is like, well, say something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just that's, that's piling a, on. Yeah, that, that's a lot like when... Uh, I won't name names or anything, but mm. like sometimes when you got a, a new piece of uh, a new dish or something that someone wants you to try, and you have it like in your mouth, you just put it in your mouth, and like, well, how is it? And like, I I don't I don't know. I haven't really tasted it yet. Right, right. right. Or it's even, just sitting in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I can like pull you, it back out if you want. I don't. <laughs> you sit down to watch something with somebody, and it's like one of their things they've seen a lot, and they're just like, well, what do you think? So and I'm like, I don't know. I'm just watching it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> gotta give me time to absorb what's <laughs> happening here i've had a long day mr aziz fired me come on uh-huh. <laughs> speaking of uh 2004 outfits uh-huh. uh my my girlfriend at the time in 2004 mm. she she dressed exclusively like mary jane is dressed right now amazing yeah um that is <laughs> that was like <laughs> the style it was just like the the flowy dress with mm-hmm. the sweater like that was uh that was definitely a thing. Yeah, all those cardigans, man. Mm-hmm. It's coming back, right? I mean, we're yeah. on the cusp of '90s nostalgia. I'm sure some of this is gonna be like, you know. Oh yeah, I, I'd say we're on the cusp of. Uh, I, I think we're almost past '90s nostalgia. I think we're on the cusp of early aughts nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. I feel it's like been it's, that long. <laughs> it's probably gone like in like starts and stops of like, oh, here's a '90s ish thing, and then uh, we're gonna talk right. about the '80s again for a while. So like, it felt like the '90s wave never fully came. So maybe right, I'm right. just desperately trying to stave off the idea that we're gonna have nostalgia for the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what this whole show is about, right? Right, of um, course, yeah. <laughs> it's been 15 years since this movie, somehow. Uh, fun. Um, yeah. But his friends are here. Yes, this is our, our first like live action look at um, uh, Mary Jane. I mean, we saw her in mm-hmm. the, uh, what do you call it? Um, the billboard at the top. Right, the billboard, the yeah. Yeah, the billboard. But, yeah, she's yeah. got her natural red hair in this movie, as opposed to... I mean, naturalist, yeah, yeah not naturalistic red hair, not not Kirsten Dunst's natural red hair because she's not, but she's blonde. Um, yeah, but um, but you know, it's she actually dyed her hair this time instead of just her bangs and wore a wig like in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we we talked about this. Uh, I prefer the hair in the first movie, and I yeah. know that it's fake and whatever, but it's more what I picture when I think of Mary Jane, whereas this is. I don't know, almost too natural looking. Like almost it just too doesn't... orange, too ginger. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not quite. Ah, it just doesn't quite work for me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What do you guys think? I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, Kristen Dunst is supposed to be like uh, the manic pixie girl archetype, right? Um, to a degree, the, sure. Least, yeah. 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 And I, I think the her hair in the first movie lends itself more to that kind of a uh, persona. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I like it more in the first movie. Yeah, I I understand the choice. I get where they were coming from with the idea of like, okay, well, let's we have enough time here to commit to and her hair's grown out. Let's actually make it look natural like it is her hair. And she probably doesn't like wearing the wig. I get that. But in terms of color choice, like like I get the decision to use her hair hair, but I I kind of wish it was a bit more cartoony, Um, Mm -hmm. especially because that's like. You know, of the four character traits there are associated with uh, Mary Jane in the comics, oh, one could be her hair. You know, like, it, yeah. like everybody always talks about the hair. That's the thing they always talk about. And I've often, you know, 
talked about how frustrated I am that people like obsess over the idea of like making sure an actor with the right hair color is cast, but because because you can switch <laughs> people's hair color. But when you are going to switch the hair color, like, you know, make it red. I don't know. It's like, yeah. Uh, it yeah, it but- actually, it's it's interesting because her hair just feels like this movie because this movie has always felt sort of orange, you know, like because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happens around sunset and yeah. it just has like an orange sort of vibe uh, this movie does. And so <sighs> her hair just feels like the movie a little yeah. bit. I don't know. Almost wondering. Now, I remember watching watching yeah. this uh, pre Spider Man three. Uh-huh. I uh, I kind of wondered if you know because they started the first one and Mary Jane's there. There's no Gwen Stacy. So mm-hmm. I I watching Spider Man two. I thought that maybe they were with her hair color kind of lightening and stuff that they were kind of blending oh, the characters. Okay, oh, yeah. interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying the character seems that way, but I thought maybe they're like, well, yeah, we recognize that there there's other things, and so Thematic maybe we're just gonna yeah. make it all into one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she definitely functions in the in the first film, especially as a you know amalgamation of the two characters. So I I, I like that idea. I kind of buy it. Um, I'm even wondering now because I know in the um, Mark Cutavaz book that that Scott and I read before uh, during pre production for this, they talked a lot about like um, <laughs> Bill Pope talking to like the scenic departments about like colors they'd use on walls with regards to how he was going to light them and whatnot. And I almost wonder if he even also talked to like hair and makeup department about like, oh, well, we want to have these shots of her in like X, like low, uh, you know, sunset lighting. You know, maybe we should yeah. have a less intense hair color. I don't know. Um, it's possible. <sighs> but I but I will say it, it doesn't quite uh, her whole package in this in this scene doesn't quite work because she sort of blends into the background. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like Harry just really stands out and pops totally, yeah. um, and and so does uh, so does Peter, but but M- MJ and May both sort of blend into the background a little bit, <laughs> like they're part um, of the scenery to a degree. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird. I don't know what I don't. That's some. It's somebody's job to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very much so. I'm looking at a, a 24 seconds, if you freeze it right there, if she was actually standing in front of the wallpaper in the living room, right. she would mm-hmm. be camouflaged. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I'm trying to like, I'm scouring the set because I, I do like that they um, at least had a little bit of like foresight when they made Spider-Man 2 and they kept the interior sets for... Um, I mean, at the end of Spider-Man 1. So they kept the interior sets after they made Spider-Man 1 in case they made a sequel and then kind of went right into production on the sequel. Um, but I'm I'm trying to see if some of the details I remember from the first film are there, like our mysterious pot of water on the radiator, because there's like one <laughs> right. or two radiators in here and I can't spot it. And I that might be like my first real like uh, character death that I'm sad about here. Well, like... <laughs> well, but maybe, maybe the, maybe the radiator pot was only during the winter because that's when the oh. last movie took place. Ooh, okay. Some winter, wintery times. So yes. maybe uh, that's the, maybe that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that, I did, this uh, is the summer. I actually went back and did a side by side of that, and and uh, they did they did very well. A lot of the decorations, like on the, the a lot of the stuff on the wall is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but the you know some of the she's got pictures on the end table rather than whatever else was there before the yeah. As she, apparently she's repainted the kitchen. It used to be actually they almost like swapped like how oh. in the dining room it's kind of peach color and in the kitchen it's green. Uh, in the first one the kitchen had kind of that lighter peach color. 
Oh mm-hmm. man, so, I just so I just had an she's image, done some repainting. Yeah, an image of like an interstitial scene that must have happened where <laughs> maybe she got somebody to help her out, but the the image of of Aunt May repainting the kitchen and the living room without Uncle Ben when we had mm. like such a specific scene in the first film about repainting the kitchen and hey Michelangelo, don't start up without me. Uh yeah. That I don't <laughs> it makes me sad in my heart to think of her painting it by herself. <laughs> Um, maybe Peter. Yeah, I mean, she probably paid that kid from across the street. That's Um, true. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, I yeah, this the nine year old. Sure, yeah, with the nine year old painter kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Why not? Let him do the big spots. She'll do the she'll do the corners and everything. The trim. Oh boy, I don't know. (laughs) Recipe for disaster. (laughs) Uh, Now now I'm wondering if that's uh, some color stuff going on because we. We started outside the house with, you know, the red and blue flags. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, when he walks in the door, he has a red helmet and you can see a blue balloon and there's still the kind of that red and blue. And then going into the dining room, there's a lot of purple, mm-hmm. which is kind of a, a oh, mixing yeah. of the red blue. But then, you know, in this shot here, you know, the 20 some seconds, yeah, that's when you can kind of see the green in the background, which I guess would kind of indicate Harry. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That, like, as soon as we somewhere. cross that threshold, we have a different like color Purple temperature and there. And that's what it's it, almost, yeah. you know, it's it's interesting because he was never this character, but mm-hmm. it's sort of like per- the purple and orange is very reminiscent of like a hobgoblin. So it's almost yeah. as if they're like hinting at Harry's future, but Harry was never the hobgoblin in the comics. He yeah. was the second green goblin. <laughs> second green goblin. Well, yeah, so you could still you though, think it would be like purple and green. Well, there's the greenish wall behind uh, Mary Jane there, and sort of. Right. I guess that's true. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. true. So there's yeah. a bit of green in there, green and purple yeah. boots and boots and armor, right? Armor skin, right? And we it. know the production designers, uh, they the you know the the art directors and stuff. They like playing with with color and and the future of the movie cuz they did that with the with the painting um yeah yeah the the weird abstract painting in Harry's apartment in the last movie <laughs> that was that was like the colors of Spider-Man and the Green Goblin like fighting it out over New York um yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know so um, it's not not something they're above certainly oh of course yeah and it's an endless world of like little individual decisions that were made that kind of build up into the way a scene looks and you know mm-hmm. uh, whether or not we like uh, like every one of them that it's kind of crazy to think that there was a conversation that took place about literally every little thread that was there you know every right knack on the on the shelf and whatnot I don't know. movies man they're this party's got a weird vibe that's it, that's <laughs> It's got a real weird vibe. Yeah. I want to talk about the party a bit in like the the next minutes, but being that this minute, the, uh, let's see, Mary Jane and Harry, it's kind of revealed that he hasn't talked to them or seen them in a while. Yeah. Um, Like, so I assume that May threw this party then and she invited everybody to come. Is she kind of, is she kind of like, is she kind of a meddler that way? (laughs) <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. She's way more excited about this surprise party than yeah. anyone else is. Yeah. Um, well, is... say something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is definitely a party you go to because you owe Aunt May and less of a, uh, oh, let's celebrate Peter. Definitely. Like, I, yeah. I'm sure Harry's version of like, oh, we should definitely throw a party for Peter is like at some, I don't know, fancy restaurant with like, Japanese barbecue yeah. or something, and totally. You know, you know, I don't know what MJ's is, but uh, this is a decidedly anime flair <laughs> to the proceedings. Um, right. Well, does she have? Does she have Harry's direct like cell phone number? 
Or did she have to like go through his secretary and his secretary's secretary or, or something like that? <laughs> no, I, I would say she probably went through Mary Jane. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she's because she's, you know, probably friendly with uh, with Mary Jane's mom since they're neighbors. Mm. And uh, and she, so she probably talked to her who talked to Mary Jane. The the what, what did they call it in the last the movie? Forest Hills Ants Club, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. no, no, no. Not the Ants Club. The other thing where, where uh, the. the uh, <laughs> oh, man. When he's talking to her outside the com- the the soap opera audition. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> an eagle eared viewer will, I'm sure, let yeah. us know. <laughs> I, I forgot what that line was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he called. It. He's like he's he, he said that. um my yeah, my uh you told your mom who told my aunt who told, told me, me or whatever yeah, yeah yeah so it's probably a similar kind of thing yeah established line of communication right uh, that resulted in I'm this- just I'm just depressed that these are Peter's only friends and one of them doesn't really like him very much <laughs> 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 that's horrible <laughs> Like, did he never meet any other, like, students in his classes? Did he never, like, yeah. friendly with any of the other pizza drivers? Well, just no. Nope. Yeah, the classes he didn't go to. Oh, sure. The, yeah. the job he doesn't work at, barely. <laughs> right. That's true. What if, like, Very Betty true. Brant was here? What if, like, what if she just, like... <laughs> It's Elizabeth Banks in the corner, like, I don't know these children, huh? I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I just can't see, I just can't see E-Banks hanging out no. at Amy's house. Like, I just, I, you know, she's a, she's a city girl. She has no oh, business yeah. being in Queens. No I don't way. know. No way. Yeah. Seems like it would be weird. Um, also weird, this line where, uh, where... She, they're talking about Mary Jane's play, and and Harry says she's brilliant in it. And he, she looks back and goes, uh, "Harry got me roses." <laughs> yeah, what is that oh, about? Okay, thanks for letting me know. Like, what do you? As if there's anything else people get people after a play performance. Well, like, well, not only that, but like, why are you telling me that? Like, what? What is the yeah, purpose of you telling me that? Because they used to date, and then they're not. But then he's still. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. I yeah. Know, it's a weird, weird move. Got me roses. Uh-huh. Like, is it just to set up like the rose thing we have later in the movie? Not the roses, but like when he tries to get flowers. Like, is that? I mean, maybe, but if it is, it's very clunkily done. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just... I don't understand the character motivation of her saying that no. out loud. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, I would get her saying something like, oh, he's being too generous or something. Or like, oh, he came several times. But to just say... He got me roses? Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah, it seems like Harry would be the one to brag yes. that he got her roses. Yeah, yeah. Not Mary Jane. Yeah. Or maybe uh, he got me roses is uh, kind of like code word for, you know, he pays attention to me. Mm. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That is true. He lives um, in another reality. Oh, Peter. <laughs> Long time no see. Um, yeah. As yeah. a reunion, it works. I mean, like, it's it's so awkward obviously Mm -hmm. but i like that at least there is genuine friendliness in everybody's eyes here uh, yeah until and i I kind of i kind of like that they haven't seen much of each other Mm -hmm. 
in a while because it makes it feel like, oh, good, I haven't missed much. Like, sure. as a viewer, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're, you're just like, oh, okay, yeah. No, I mean, I remember where we were when we left off, and it looks like not much has changed. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, and, and if you did forget something uh, in the next couple of minutes, they're going to tell you everything you need to know to catch up. They sure <laughs> are. Yes, very efficient. Um, plus, I, I think it kind of feels... It, with the idea of this film being that, like, this is the effort to push him more into a young adulthood space and less of a, like, just graduating school space, um, fending on his own, I kind of like the idea of, like, you're living in a big city and then, like, you don't see people that often, uh, even if you like them sometimes. You know, that that feels like a authentic detail. Maybe it's different in New York because people can walk places. Uh, but at mm. least out in L- L.A., like, I moved to this giant city and, like, a lot of my friends from college are out here, but it's still, like, a lot of effort to see people because you're, like, <laughs> busy trying to get your head above water. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, man, if I see somebody every two weeks, that's, like, a lot. That's, like... Um, Oh, yeah, I see them all the time. So uh, this idea that, I don't know, the difference between being close and then like, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while, man. You don't return my calls. Like, right. <laughs> Sorry. That's why everybody in L.A. has like 50 roommates. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they're social. <laughs> when you see people on like Snapchat or Instagram and they're like, look at all the friends I have. It's like all of those people are your roommates. Yeah. Don't. Don't it's, try and pretend. It's like, it's the big kid version of like that first year of college where you just hang out with the people on the floor of your dorm room because they're there <laughs> right. and you don't know yeah. anybody else and it's scary outside of your like one floor. It's that. but Yeah, totally. Writ large. I don't know. Um, we certainly dug into the surprise of the surprise party today on Spider-Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, man, that's how I should have started the episode. Oh, well. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, say something. Um, <laughs> this is a podcast. What would have been an appropriate thing for him to respond? What would he have said that would have uh, satisfied Aunt May? Uh, this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel loved I've and I've never felt happier. <laughs> Excelsior. <Zoics>. Yeah. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> He should have just let slip right then, like, well, I'm Spider-Man, you know? That, yeah. that would have been... <laughs> well, say something, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just joking. Sorry. The whole, the Harry, the whole Harry jumps party on him turns. with the cake knife. And yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh, man. I just realized that it's it's Harry and Mary. That's weird. Oh. Hmm. Mm. I, we want a whole movie, and I've never Harry and Mary. realized that. Because she's so Mary. She's just Mary Jane. But Yeah. Yeah, Harry and Mary. Weird. Okay. That's probably why the relationship didn't work. Ugh, right. Yep. <laughs> <It's> a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> Which, by the way, what do we think Harry is short for? Is it Harrison or Harold? Harold? No. Her- I hope Harrison. That's Harrison's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Harrison is cooler. Yeah. Harrison Osborne. Harrison Osborne. Harold? Harold Osborne? Harold. I mean, Harold his dad Os- is Norman, so Norman yeah. and Harold. I don't know. Mm. Old old money names. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. Uh, guys, what what do you, what do you have to plug? You got something to plug? Um, yeah, I I've uh, I kind of hail from the Princess Bride minute, and that is Heck all yeah. complete. Everybody can listen to all of that stuff. But uh, yeah, David and I are moving forward with the uh, UHF sixty second. <gasps> what surprise? <laughs> Say something. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So Weird Al fans should uh, should oh, yeah. definitely uh, listen to UHF for sure. That's great. Okay, awesome, cool. And where where are people going to be able to find the UHF podcast when it comes out? That will be at uhf62nd.com, which is uh, 
you know, uhf62nd.com. Beautiful. You can find us and and Jonathan and <laughs> and probably David at some point trolling around the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group on Facebook. If you want to talk about this episode and and talk about some of the worst surprises in your life, uh, <laughs> <laughs> bad birthdays, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and you're on Facebook, you're going to want to join that group and and let us know. Uh, it's a it's a fun time over there. So check it out, Spider-Man Minute friendly neighborhood listener group and we will be back tomorrow at minute 12 bye everybody bye